Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home. Brought to you by JC Deco. Bringing together the greatest minds, discussing the latest trends, and uncovering what life in programmatic digital out of home is all about. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Life in Programmatic Digital Out of Home podcast. My name is Philippa Evans, and today I am delighted to be joined by the out of home turned programmatic expert that is Matt Hamill from TapTap. Matt, would you like to say a few words about your journey from out of home to programmatic? What an introduction. Thanks for inviting me on, Philippa. I'm really excited to be here. This is my 15th year working in media. I've been incredibly lucky to have worked for global media owners, ad tech startups, and global media agencies in both London and Sydney. While a large portion of my career has been in out of home, I've spent the last six years working for ad tech companies. I've been with TapTap Digital for nine months now. It seemed like the perfect opportunity based on my experience and what I love doing, offering smart, sophisticated solutions to global brands. At TapTap, we model aggregated and anonymized data sets like demographic, behavioral, business and contextual signals to identify who and importantly where a brand's best and next customers are. This allows brands to make smarter decisions when they plan, buy and measure their advertising, driving greater ROI for their media investments. Everything happens somewhere, right? Love it. Brilliant. Thanks, Matt. Right, let's get to the questions today, which uh, all focus on location, location, location. So let's dive right in with number one. What measurement techniques or metrics are currently in use to evaluate how much location impacts performance and how effective do you think they are? The most obvious measurement techniques to evaluate locations perform- locations impact on performance is footfall attribution. The most typical form of footfall attribution is the 100% impression model. This model calculates all store visits using only the data generated by the campaign. This model uses two events, really. The first is the impression serve, so user seeing the ad, and the second is location is the location of the user after having seen the ad. So the methodology is pretty simple. The user location is cross-referenced with the coordinates of the point of sale to determine if, after seeing the impression, the user visited the point of sale, and if so, a store visit is attributed to this user and the impression they were served. Although these models are practical and fairly straightforward, they are somewhat unstable since they work with a relatively small sample of data and are highly conditioned by the campaign settings. So at TapTap, we use an enriched footfall attribution model with aggregated data. So what do I mean by that? In addition to the post-impression data, so behavior of users who saw the ad, we also analyze aggregated data collected around the point of sale or areas included in the campaign, such as mobility, organic traffic, including users not exposed to the campaign, the density of the points of sale, or even the category of the point of sale, for example, supermarkets or quick service restaurants. Incorporating these variables, all of which affect store visits, helps us to correct the post-impression model by reducing the effects of large fluctuations or inconsistencies in the data. What I love about TapTap's attribution model is that we show brands how long a user spent within their store to start determining the quality of users we delivered for them. For example, a luxury shopper of high value 
could spend more time in a high-end watch retailer than someone popping into a local supermarket on their way home from work. We work with some of the biggest advertisers globally who use our unique footfall attribution model, which includes a range of categories from luxury brands, FMCG, alcohol, retail, auto, and technology clients. Brilliant. Love that answer. Sounds like TAP is an exciting place to be. All right. Question number two, what are the current challenges preventing better location-based targeting and activation and how can they be overcome? The biggest challenges I've seen during my nine months at TapTap are education and market market perception of location-based tactics. From what I've experienced, planners and buyers view location data as either a local area marketing play or haven't considered how location tactics can be used further up the funnel to influence behaviour. Location in its broader sense brings many benefits to advertising strategy and execution, which of course buyers want, but not location in and of itself. Basically, location as an image problem. So, how does TapTap think about and use location data? For us, location targeting is more than just activating campaigns based on location behaviour, which admittedly is only relevant to a certain type of advertiser. Location can create more strategic and nuanced national campaigns with upweights and downweights according to a brand's audience and objectives. Looking at how location is used, when multiple channels interplay with each other, for example, digital out of home and mobile is a really good use case. At a very basic level, we can use the channels in tandem to even out coverage, for example, in areas of un- areas underserved by out of home panels. Mobiles can, mobile can be upweighted to provide greater coverage in these areas. However, more sophisticated applications are really highlighting how effective location can be at addressing real business objectives. We recently ran a national campaign to support a political party in local and general elections. The availability of data at postcode level really made a difference here. This included historical election results, polling data, and research from the party that we mapped out by postcode, essentially identifying areas of strengths and weaknesses, allowing the party to focus programmatic spend accordingly. As a result, we delivered a national campaign with regional variances in weighting, timing, messaging, and channel combinations with the added benefit of real-time optimization based on live polling and campaign engagement. Because we're able to understand this granularity of audience data by location, in the post-campaign analysis, we're able to map the impact of the regional variances of the campaign to the election results. So, how can we overcome education and perception challenges? Well, first of all, it's platforms like this podcast, so long-form content, that are brilliant at addressing these challenges by discussing what's possible in depth. But ultimately, it's the responsibility of companies like TapTap to to educate the market on the advanced use cases and share great global work to break down any commonly held stereotypes. Look, maybe it's the the internal optimist in me, but I love when planners and buyers tell me that their brands don't have a location strategy. It provides us with an opportunity to share brilliant ideas that they may have never thought of or considered beforehand, especially if we're working with that brand or category globally. Excellent. I I completely agree with your point on the education. And I think it's on all of us who work in location-based medias to make that 
to make that education at the forefront, make sure our media planners, buyers, partners all understand why location can be so powerful. Love that. Question number three, what developments are taking place to improve location-based targeting and how will these comply with tightening privacy legislation? So we think at TapTap that predictive modelling is the future of audience targeting. Location is a key signal, but cannot be the only one. So it's the amalgamation of behavioural, demographic, contextual and business data that allows for more effective modelling of on-target audience. What is AI if it isn't predictive modelling, right? Now, I'm really conscious that AI is a massive buzzword in the industry at the moment. And look, when I'm listening to industry talks, my eyes often roll into the back of my head when it gets mentioned. So here's how I've witnessed predicting mo- predictive modelling improve targeting and planning. 13 years ago, as an out-of-home tra- out trader at JC Co, I'd spend most of my week deduping 48-sheet campaigns by hand and badly at that. So much so that when I was usually, I was usually having to tell my boss, Gary Kingham, that I'd stuffed up the VLOOKUP on Excel and the specialist was yelling at me down the phone. Then 11 years ago at Postoscope, it'd take us a week to plan a knack to plan a local area marketing campaign for a retailer. Or if we were planning a large national brand campaign, we would use broad demographic data. ABC one, 25 to 54, and you can literally interchange the gender based on the brand. Anyone who's worked in out of home is used to targeting that very generic audience. But now with the advancement in location targeting technology means that campaigns are now planned faster with richer data across multiple markets. At TapTap, we lay our data on top of one another by location. It reminds me when I was a kid and dreamt of being an archaeologist digging up dinosaur bones. Those bones are buried underneath layers of dirt, all stacked up on top of one another. That image always sticks in my mind when I talk about layering data on top of each other. So how does this work for clients? We're working, we're working with a global streaming platform where we identify the ideal customer profile through demographics and behavioral signals. We then map this against areas of high penetration for the campaign, for the competition, but low penetration for the client. The agency then provides past campaign performance insights, which are overlaid on top of the audience, enabling us to focus spend in areas of previous high attention. By combining these multiple data sources, we're able to optimize their cross-screen campaign via connected TV and digital out-of-home for brand awareness channels, right down to more performance-focused channels like desktop and mobile. So the advances in technology are making campaign planning quicker. We can buy more channels programmatically and measure their combined impact by a single source of truth. The beauty of using an amalgamation of data sources is that you're not relying on user-level data. In fact, We've had more clients share their first-party data with TapTap than I've ever seen before in my career, whether that's underperforming retail locations or customer penetration by area. Location offers clients the opportunity to create bespoke campaigns that address their business needs without having to share any customer PII data. Brilliant. Yeah, I think gone are the days where we could just rely on an ABC one 25 to 44 audience. We can start with a great base layer, but I don't think it works for an entire programmatic strategy in out of home these days, thankfully. Yeah. All right. Question number four. 
what further industry standards or education is needed to help the market leverage location-based targeting in omni-channel or cross-channel strategies? So while targeting and planning has taken huge strides forward, the activation phase of location-based targeting is still in in its infancy. The big DSPs can now buy channels like out of home, yet often the sophisticated planning is done outside their ecosystem by another platform. We're having lots of conversations with planners, buyers, client, and clients direct who are getting frustrated with taking sophisticated planning using location intelligence, extracting it via a CSV file, uploading it to a traditional digital DSP that quickly turns something intelligent into something dumb. We know that when sophisticated planning is connected to a DSP in one ecosystem, it provides a rich level of measurement and reporting that can't be achieved by stitching two platforms together. By offering better measurement and ultimately providing better storytelling for our clients, we as ad tech partners become stickier, more useful, and more trusted. So in answer to your question, Philippa, it's our job, specifically media practitioners who work for companies that use location data to educate the market on best practices. This could be how easy it is for brands to share first-party location data to create bespoke campaigns, or how channels like Connected TV and programmatic digital, digital out of home heavily rely on location intelligence. More importantly, it's reminding our day-to-day contacts that advertisers completely understand location because, well, for them, everything happens somewhere. Love it. Complete, I completely agree with you yet again. I think the education falls on the media practitioners, the programmatic experts, the ones who have worked in location-based medias for a long time to get that education out there to where it needs to be. Um, and we'll see better education across the board, better understanding, and then hopefully better strategies moving forward. The strategies are certainly there. And I think it's our responsibility to be sharing these strategies or tactics with the market so that we can increase education levels. All right. So I have one final question for you, and that is, what piece of advice would you give to other marketers looking to get involved in programmatic digital out of home? So I've just spent a load of time talking about the real advancements in technology with location targeting, activation, and measurement. But I think the one piece of advice I'd offer is really spending time focusing on understanding the role of programmatic digital out of home within your media mix. That's got nothing to do with the DSPs or the SSPs or the data partners that you're working with. That's really understanding the capabilities of the channel and how it works with other channels, but really spending time nailing that role of channel, either with your out of either with your media agency, with your out-of-home specialists or with your internal teams. Because once that's really clearly understood, your activation will be much stronger, your measurement will be much stronger, and the satisfaction of delivering a really joined up campaign will mean that you'll keep investing into the channel, you'll keep learning, and it'll get better and better over time. I love that advice. Thanks, Matt. It's been really great to chat with you today. Super informative. Now, that concludes this episode of the Life in Programmatic Digital Out of home podcast. Thank you for listening. Life in programmatic digital out of home brought to you by JC Deco.